everyone. Welcome to GRC Online Digital Care Group. We're so happy that you joined us right now. However you're joining us, it might be after service. It might be on demand. I don't know how you found yourself here, but we're just so happy that you chose to be here with us. I want to encourage you again that you can watch this on demand. You can watch this many different ways. You can pause it. You can go do what you have to do. No pressure. I know the day looks different for everybody, but we're just so happy that you chose to be a, be with us for Digital Care Group. Very important. Want to encourage you again, please join the lobby. The lobby at GRC Online, it's so beneficial. Uh, you know, we get to go in there. We get to see community, people encouraging each other, people spending time praying for one another, sharing praise reports. Also, hey, listen, prayer requests. We all have a prayer request, right? Pastor Prince always speaks about how important it is for us to speak to the Lord about everything that's on our heart and how the gospel of grace works best in the context of church community. And that's what we have right here at GRC online. So I'm so excited that you're here for Digital Care Group. Hey, Josh. Whoa. What was... <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on? Hey, guys. I'm in Singapore. Look at this. We're, We're all in the same chance. room. <laughs> Look. I thought that was... Look at this new Zoom technology. I could actually reach out to you. You're real. You're real. My goodness. Wow, incredible. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I'm Pastor Darren, and we're joined with uh, Pastor Josh, all the way from the US of A, and Jessica. So happy to be here. Welcome to Singapore. Hi, everybody. Everybody, we're here together, and it feels good. And it feels good to have you here. Yeah, so again, wherever you're tuning from, we always love to hear what city you're in, where you're watching this. And it's available as well, right? Yep. Uh, you know, if you're watching this from yeah. after the service or, you know, just know it's on demand as well. Yep. It's available on demand on our YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed yet to our YouTube channel, you know, there's a link below here on the screen. Please click on it, subscribe to it. Uh, you can watch all the past episodes. Yep. And, and, you know, it'll do us, it'll bless us greatly if you could just share it as well with your friends. Yeah. You know, share the link, share share a digital care group that has meant something to you and just invite a friend, right? What what an amazing way, right? Where we can invite friends to join us for a digital care group That's just right. by sending a link. Isn't that amazing, Jessica? So amazing. And I mean, I am so thankful for this technology that we get to even, you know, do this across time and space and always see all these beautiful faces that, you know, we wouldn't have been in touch with. And, you know, like um, some of you, we actually do pray along with each other. We've become prayer partners even. And I'm just so blessed by the prayers that I receive. Either it's by email, you know, mostly. And, you know, it's been such an encouragement to just, you know, be in ministry together and do life together. So thank you so much for joining us. That's awesome. And it's just, <clears throat> it's too good to keep to ourselves, right? And that's why we want to encourage all of you. Let's not keep this to ourselves. It's way too good. For us not to share it. So I want to encourage you with that. And I'm excited to speak about um, something really, really awesome together with Pastor Darren and Deaconess Jess and all of you concerning what Pastor Prince has been speaking about lately. And before we get into it, actually, I just want to encourage all of you, would you share with us in the chat? Continue to share with us. Continue to do that. Where are you tuning in from? Where are you watching from? Where are you joining us from? I, I can see Lindsay joining us today from, from Dallas. From Dallas. There she is. From hey, Dallas, wish you were here. Yes, me too. It's at least cooler there than it is here. What do we know? That's true. In right over here, it's about eighty something degrees Fahrenheit, I think. And in Texas, it's uh over. It's been over a hundred consistently. It's over a hundred. Wow. 
So I'm taking a break and cooling off, and uh, Lindsay's cooling off in the AC right now, and hopefully she can come I, to Singapore. I can't believe you left Dallas to cool off in Singapore. I know. I it's know. always 80s and, you know, 100% humidity. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Doesn't sound right, but that that's the reality I, I, of I, I, things. You know what I mean? We're praying for you all. Yeah. So very thankful for all of you joining in, no matter what the temperature is, wherever you're at. Uh, the Lord is there. He's present. He's with us. He's with you. And we're going to be talking about something really cool. I'm very excited for this because um, it speaks to me personally. Uh, I'm the type of person you could ask Lindsay um, and Pastor Darren and Deaconess Jess that I'm very good at slowing down. Very good. I've mastered it. I know how to slow down. I know how to not speak quick. You know, I, I hear from people <laughs> I don't speak very fast at all, that I need to speed things up. And... Is that the New York art of uh, irony? And It might be. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> So we're learning the tempo, uh, and, and we need help. I think we all need to come to a place of recognition. Somebody just said it's opposite day in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's opposite day. That's right. And so, uh, you know, everything that I'm just explaining to you, you know that uh, if you've heard us for some time, uh, I have a habit of speaking a little quickly. So I'm going to slow down today. And the reason why I'm going to slow down today is because we're going to be discussing what Pastor Prince has released recently. Which is what? Anyone know? The art of slowing down. down. Yeah, put it in the chat. The art of slowing down. The art of slowing down. How many of you right now feel like you've mastered that already? Just put your hand up in the air like you really do care. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Work on me and pass it down and take it in his chest. Keep us in our, your prayer. Thank you, Lord. We're just so thankful that we get to receive an in-season in, in word, rhema word, on-time word, right, <clears throat> from Pastor Prince. So I want to encourage you, like we always do, we're going to get into this clip. We're going to get into this little segment from Pastor Prince's recent sermon, The Art of Slowing Down. We're going to come back. We're going to have conversation. And I really believe the Lord's going to make it personal for you, unique to you. So let's check out this clip from Pastor Prince, The Art of Slowing Down. Have you been there? You're on holiday, but, but you're not on holiday. Your mind is not on holiday. You know, it takes a long time for your mind to come down because you're so used, you are addicted to busyness. When I went to a place of nature, I was telling my wife and Justin the other day, told my daughter also, I said, I felt like a country boy, uh, not country, but city boy, going to the country, everything is fresh. Air is so oxygenated, the trees are luscious, green all around me, and the water is there. The sound is beautiful. And I had a cold turkey reaction. I longed for a shopping mall. <laughs> I had to find a shopping mall. It took me also, more than I was telling some of the pastors, it took me more than one week plus in this beautiful place to quieten down. Because why? My mind is that, I wonder if the pastors handled this case or not. I wonder if this has been done or not. I wonder, did they, do they know how to do that? I wonder if this has been done. I wonder if that has been done. What about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? I got to stop myself, you know. And I do the Singaporean thing. While I'm driving, not even hungry, I just finished my lunch, I'm thinking, better plan for dinner. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of enjoy the scenery, I can enjoy where I am. It's a Sabbath principle. Something happens, right? To us, physically, when we learn to slow down one day out of six. 
Now, for the Jewish people, it is on Saturday. All right, for us, the Lord rose on the Lord's Day on Sunday. So Sabbath for us is on Sunday. But I'm not just referring to physical Sabbath. I'm referring to spiritual Sabbath. He that has entered, I'll give them uh, verse 10 of Hebrews 4. It says that, that uh, those, he that has entered into God's rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. If you think about it, even salvation, the greatest gift is a finished work. Amen. We enter into his rest, actually. We enter into a finished work. Christ did everything. He died on the cross for your sins. He was raised from the dead. God accomplished everything. When Jesus said it is finished, it's truly finished. And Jesus rose on a Sunday. That's why we celebrate Sunday to Sunday, the Lord's Day. It's meant to be in the house of God. So what, Pastor Prince, must I just stay at home and do nothing? That's my Sunday. No, if you are a desk-bound kind of job, right? You have a, you have a desk-bound job. Sunday might actually mean you walk around in the neighborhood or whatever. Because you, 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 that for you is restful. Remember the, the man at the pool of Bethesda? Remember the guy? Jesus healed him on the Sabbath. And it's amazing how many people Jesus healed on the Sabbath. And Jesus, showing that the portion, uh, just a, a bit of it, Jesus said to the man after he healed him, uh, when he healed him, rise, take up your bed and walk. Now he's been on the bed for a long time. So you can say that actually, if Sabbath is just resting and, and doing nothing, the guy was resting, doing nothing for 38 years. Right? So Jesus says, rise, take up your bed, and walk. Walking for him now, now he's healed. He cannot walk, you know? now he's healed. For him, that's restful. So do what's restful for you. This hurry sickness is killing people. Kill hurry before hurry kills you. Powerful words from Pastor Prince. Um, you know, I'm just so appreciative he's bringing us in. And preaching this from his own season, and Pastor Darren, I mean, what do, what do you think about the season that Pastor Prince is in right now? I, I think it's so special, Josh. You know, and if we think about how Pastor began this year, talking about how it's the year of Kairos, the year of right place and right time, and in this year of Kairos, the right place and right time, the Lord began to speak to Pastor about seriously taking a sabbatical rest and and break from you know, preaching every Sunday, Sunday in and Sunday out. And I just think that's, that's really special because in case you're wondering, you know, Pastor has shared this on the platform openly as well. There's really, you know, Pastor's in a great place. His health is amazing. You know, things are well with his family. You know, his marriage with Wendy is incredible. So there are people wondering, like, is Pastor going on a sabbatical break because, you know, there's something off or he needs to take a break? But truly, that you know, he's, he's in the best place. The church is growing. Things are thriving. You know, uh, just things are booming. It's not in the natural. I was talking to, to some other pastors as well. It's, it's not in the natural a time to go on, you know, sabbatical, right? There's there's so many, you know, things that, you know, he can be looking into. There's so many, you know, meetings he can be a part of. There's so many sermons he can be preaching. But, you know, somehow in the year of Kairos, the Lord begins to speak to pastor about being on on sabbatical, which I think it's it's so special. And I think about the sermons that, that pastor has been preaching in this season as well. You know, I'm sure some of you have uh, enjoyed it as well. You know, Cure to a Dissatisfied Life, you know, the, the sermon excerpt and clip that we just, you know, looked at, the, the art of slowing down, and, you know, your best days are ahead of you. I just want to encourage you, you know, for me, I, I've just been taking the time to, to be nourished and, and listen to some of these sermons, 
you like over and over again and it just comes from such a a place of restfulness it comes from a a place of of joy and and just even not just the delivery and the quality of the word but the spirit of what we're catching from pastor in this season is just so special and i think it's it's counterculture right the the culture says you know grow 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 go 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 and but i look at pastor and i'm and we talked about this yesterday josh like you know he's not just preaching a word about rest he's not just preaching a word about the importance of the principle of the sabbath but i love that how pastors like jessica is just living it he's he's showing us a way not just talking about it and I think we all know this, right? Sometimes it's easy to, to just preach a sermon and, and talk about it to some extent, right? But to live it and step into this very beautiful temple and, and rhythm of, of grace, like that's what I'm, you know, really been, been blessed by and, and impacted by. And I pray that as our pastor shows the way, that in the year of Kairos, the right place, right time to be is in this temple and rhythm of grace and rest. I, I pray that this is something that we can observe and listen to the word that pastor is preaching, but also observe and allow the, the Holy Spirit to show us in, in various areas of our lives like where this temple of grace, not just the gospel of grace, not just the doctrine of grace, but the gospel of grace can just like flow into our marriages, our parenting, our finances, how we consume media, how we consume social media, what we occupy our thoughts and our minds around. I just pray that as we're observing this and, and watching our pastor step into this sabbatical rest and practice this you know, powerful principle and see this great fruit that is coming out from his ministry in this rhythm of grace. Like I just want to encourage you all today, wherever you're tuning from, like let's catch this in our lives. Let's not hurry from one thing to the other. Let's just really lean into the and, and learn and, and practice a, a, a posture of humility. And like, Lord, show us. Show us what you are showing, Pastor. And yes, and you know, I, I totally agree with Pastor Darren. I mean, Pastor has been, you know, coming on you know certain weeks and it's such a pleasant surprise so great to see him on stage and preaching the word that you know the lord is showing him and you know i've been so blessed because it's always a rhema word that you know you can catch a fresh revelation and that's how we keep it fresh right um and i was just sharing with the pastors that you know one of the things that i've been you know like um, getting from the message on slowing down is this whole concept about waiting, right? And I, I mean, believe it, I am someone that just does not, you know, like waiting. I am unable to wait and I'm always in a rush. And, you know, when pastor was sharing about the word wait and how that is in the Hebrew and that it's made up of the three characters, Kof, Vav, He, and, you know, Kof being, you know, the picture of a, a man's face, like it's like this face to face. I, 
anyway, I like that this song that New Creation Church has written, Face to Face, love it. But, you know, it is about, you know, facing the finished work. It's about looking at Jesus. And that when we do that, waiting is no more a linear function. It's, you know, it's like the Lord transforms us, transcends us out of time and space. And we're not waiting based on Kronos time, which is very difficult to wait on. But when we're waiting on the Lord, it's a Kairos time and it can be now. And that moment is Kairos as we wait. And, you know, looking to Jesus and his finished work. And that's made such a difference in my life. It's um, almost made it supernaturally natural for me to just now, you know, be able to wait and remind myself that when I'm waiting, I'm not waiting em em endlessly um, or waiting, you know, for something to happen. But there is a wait that comes from the patience of hope that we know is in God's word in Thessalonians. And I love it that we can wait with wisdom. And, you know, Proverbs 3 comes to mind that, you know, when we wait with wisdom, who's Jesus himself, um, we're just, you know, have he, having his right hand and his left hand of wisdom just embracing us. And the days will be pleasant and, you know, there, there will be peace. And I, I just love that peace and joy is in the waiting so, you know, I am just so thankful that when pastor goes on sabbatical and he appears to be preaching, um, I just know that there will be such a heightened level of revelation, of fresh revelations, and something that just speaks right into our heart. And, you know, if eyes, if we have eyes, let us hear and, and, and see. And if we have ears, let us hear that word that God always has for us. Amen? Amen. That's so good. And I think it's really good for us to pay attention to when pastors preaching certain messages, um, exactly what you're describing. I think something that we could all tap into a little bit more because, you know, we know this. The Bible says this faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. We know that we quote it. Even the word of Christ pastor has taught us right? a specific word about the Lord, which is about Jesus. But. How could they hear without a preacher? And so there's something very special about when someone brings you in on their own personal life, their own personal journey. And that's what we do here. And that's what we endeavor to do for Digital Care Group is it's personal because we're having conversations with persons about not an idea, not a subject, not a doctrine, but the person of Jesus. And when pastor brings us in on his own journey, it speaks to me and reminds me of this verse, actually, in 1 Thessalonians 2.8 where it says this, Paul's saying this, and this reminds me of Pastor, and I'm so appreciative that he's bringing us in on this. It says this, so affectionately longing for you. And I know that's Pastor's heart. He's so affectionately longing for you, longing for us, right? That Longing for you that we, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives because you had become dear to us. So I love that about pastor. What do we know him for? Proclaiming the gospel of grace. But we can proclaim the gospel of grace. We can preach the gospel of grace. We can share. But if we don't bring our own lives into it, step into it personally for ourselves, which I see that our senior pastor does it all the time. It's amazing that he actually brings us in in his own life and he steps into it personally so that when he's preaching, it's not just head stuff. It's not just head knowledge, but it's coming from his heart. And it says in the Bible that the issues of life don't flow from your head, but flow from your heart. So to see that in past is absolutely amazing. So it's just something that, you know, we're catching here, you know, Josh, myself and, and Jessica. And it's just something that we want you to lay hold off as well. You know, observe what pastor is doing, yep. 
you know, catch it, catch this rhythm of grace and just see that how, like, you know, while we are separated by time and space, you know, the, the digital care groups and GRC online, you know, it's, you know, people tune in from all across America. So while we're separated by time and space with uh, pastor, right, it really still doesn't mean that we can be, we can still be really close and, and intimate in laying hold of the season that he's in because he is sharing his life. He is talking about just even his experience, right, of being out in nature, right, and, and how it's like, you know, he, he starts to have city withdrawal symptoms, <laughs> right? And it takes him over a week, you know, to, to slow down and, and not be, you know, overtly concerned about, you know, where, you know, what's going on in, in, in the church. So, you know, I think from him sharing all that, it's for us to, to catch ourselves as well. Right and and to draw and and learn from our pastor and as uh, you know you were sharing Jessica, it made me think about how in Psalms ninety one, right? Could it be that the right place, right time? Like instead of us trying to figure out, you know, today we wake up and be like, oh, how do I get to the right place? How do I get to the right time? How do I make sure I'm 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 hearing the Lord? And and you know, could it be that the right place and the right time is just to be in this place of rest? At his feet, Psalms 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Right? So when we are wandering and trying to use our own self-effort to figure out, you know, what, what is the, the Kairos time? Where, where is the Kairos place to be? Where is the right place and right time? Could it be that just those Kairos times are in his presence, in the secret place, at his feet, right? The place where, where Mary was just drawing and receiving from the Lord. So maybe you're going through this year and you're, you've been meditating and thinking, wow, it's already, you know, this late into the year and, and where's my Kairos and all that. Like, I just want to encourage you to just be in that secret place. It's not a secret to us because we know his presence, because we are his beloved. Amen. And, and, you know, um, we, Kind of like um, one of the things that it's so important for us to do for me, I guess, is really, you know, receiving the word, musing on the word, the rhema word, and then really finding a place where how we could really, really personalize it into our lives and make it real. It's not just head knowledge or something that I memorize and, you know, even if I've mused on it, but just really living and walking it out. But, you know, we are not there yet totally right and we are still a works in progress but you know thank god that we are the righteousness of god in christ and we can take this journey you know really with joy with peace you know with the lord even as he shows us the things that we still are you know needing to be aware of so you know i was going to share you know this personal experience that i had um some of you know that you know my daughter younger daughter lives in melbourne and i do visit her quite frequently to see my little you know grandson and I was there for two weeks in July and you know I kind of like um, was alone there with the family but and my husband Caleb he stayed behind um, in Singapore and so having been away for two weeks I hope that doesn't happen to you Pastor Josh because you're about there from you know yeah. 10 days from uh, Lindsay, away from Lindsay. But, you know, I was like totally surprised because when I came back, 
um, you know, maybe just not having been in that, you know, conversational mode for two weeks with my husband, um, I suddenly felt like, you know, whenever I asked him a question, he wasn't, you know, quick to respond to my questions. He wasn't quick to give me an answer. And I got so mad one day, I kind of like really raised my voice. But, you know, lo and behold, there is such a thing called the Apple Watch, which, you know, I, my brother, you know, he's so sweet. He sent it all the way from Seattle for my birthday. And I've kind of been playing with it. And when I raised my voice, you know, out of that, you know, desperation and wanting to get a response quick from my husband, um, it pinged. It started to vibrate. And then when I looked at it, it says noise level is too high and dangerous for health. And I'm like, what? Now my watch is telling me and reminding me. And it was so cool. I mean, I thought that, you know, like this was really the Lord just, you know, giving me a wink and saying, it's all right, daughter. But I know, you know, where you're at. But look, you know, this noise is not good for you. So I started to just like, oh, I got to lower my voice. I got to cool down. And then I started to remember what pastor had preached. And, you know, like when we pray in the spirit, in tongues, we are in the rest and the refreshing. And that's what we need throughout the day. And I just kind of like allowed the spirit to lead and I continued to pray in the spirit and it put me in a in a, a special place where it was easy for me to say that's not right and i just was able to say sorry to caleb and then you know like he said that i'm sorry you know i think i'm also slow because i haven't been responding i mean usually i'm the one doing all the talking at home right so uh, some of you may you know appreciate that but it is so real so true and i'm just so thankful that you know we don't need to feel um, like we've lost it and and be you know depressed but we can step out and arise and know that our Lord is for us and you know he is truly taking this journey with us he's always there and I'm so thankful that you know I'm aware that he is present and his presence makes all the difference to our learning and our getting better amen 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 I know you're all watching this right now and thinking like look at Jessica this picture of perfect calm and tranquility and collectiveness how would she ever raise her voice so just to just to confirm that story we're going to ask Jessica right now for a live demonstration right where she will speak at her, her loudest volume and you will see if the watch will ping <laughs> that would be awesome yeah i didn't hear it yeah but yes yes but thanks so oh, much jessica thanks so much for for sharing that you know, we love that in care group, we can have fun, we can be transparent with one another. And, uh, you know, I guess Caleb was really practicing the art of uh, slowing down. So his responses were a little bit lagging, but... <laughs> <laughs> right, how do you feel about that, Josh? Does I feel great. In your household too? Well, I got to get an Apple Watch. That's oh, the thing. well, yeah, this I mean, is not a... It's not an Apple product, Watch. Right? This is not a product <laughs> placement. <laughs> yes. Right? There is no sponsorship. That's you right, wear whatever right. watch. Like, right, right. yeah, my, my watch of choice is just kind of my wrist. You yeah, know? I don't have, so I don't I don't have, have a watch currently yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing, though, yeah. that the Lord would use these practical things that it's, you know, sometimes we think spiritual things, right? And it, and it becomes this thing that's way above all of our heads, right? And it's, it's something that we can't apply practically. But I love how in even... Your example, Deaconess Jess, it was something maybe you weren't even expecting. 
right? It took you by surprise. But yet the Lord used it to help you, right? To say, you know what? Like, I think it's time to slow down a little bit. My decibels are a little too high right now, right? And my blood pressure maybe went up a little bit, right? And so I think that it's an amazing it's getting so real in this care group. It's getting real. Right. Everyone in the chat, post up your blood. No, yeah. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, put it up in the chat right now. Um, <laughs> but appreciate all the comments and the fun things mentioned in the chat also right now. Like I think appreciating Deaconess Jess for keeping it real. I love it. Thank right? you. I mean, this is the point of digital care group is we get to be transparent and honest with one another to a level that you're comfortable with. We're not forcing this on anybody. We're not asking you to give up all your information. <laughs> but it is so helpful when, you know, we hear the preaching from pastor and we're able to really figure out how to process it in our in our own lives. Yes. And, you know, just you sharing that and, and you know, sharing how you, you know, you know, caught yourself and also then apologize to to Caleb. I think it's it's something that all, all of us can can learn and, and draw from and you know just be quick to you know sometimes I, I've noticed in raising teenagers as well, you know, something that Phyllis and I try to practice in our home. It's like we can it's sometimes not the content of what we're saying, but the volume of how we say it and the speed and the velocity of our words. Right? So I can be saying the same thing, but if I change the temperature in our household and say the same thing, but slowly and softly, like sometimes we, we, we get really good responses from our teenagers. We'd be like, hey boys, maybe it's time to just consider doing something else other than playing computer games. Versus, hey boys, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It, the, the temperature and the velocity of our words like changes it, right? Sure. So the funny thing is, right, Josh, before we recorded today and we had a bit of a sit down yesterday together in the office and we persuaded all our all, all of our, us here that if we're talking today about the art of slowing down, could we all try to speak a little bit slower and, and calmer and softer, right? Yes, Pastor. Yes, Pastor Josh. Yes, and your my hair boy. looks amazing today. Well, thank you. Yours looks a little bit better, and Deaconess Jess has us by a long shot. Um, I can't do that though. It's not working for me right now. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's like you know. <laughs> but you know, I I feel like um you know just thinking about some of these things. You know, for me, uh, you know, my thoughts go to different seasons in my life, right? Uh, how, how the art of slowing down is not uh, formulaic necessarily and that it has to look exactly like this and we box it in. And, and the reason why I say that too is because I think when Deaconess Jess, you were sharing, what I really appreciate about what you're sharing also is that this revelation that we are the righteousness of God in Christ, right? When we have that revelation, we're grounded in a righteousness that doesn't start with us. It's not maintained by us. It doesn't land on us performing our way, achieving and earning, but resting and receiving, it gives us permission to take the journey with the Lord and for him to write the script. And I think that's what we receive from pastor. It's called impartation, not just information. And so that's what I'm getting from pastor too, as he's sharing these things. It reminds me of this verse. It says, don't let any corrupt word proceed from your mouth, but what's necessary for edification. Why? That it may impart grace 
to the hearers. So even speaking what you just shared, Pastor Darren, like we can talk about grace. We can we can say all the right things. Hey, we would like you to do this. Or I can explain all the things to my kids about what's good, what's not so good. But my question is, is it coming from a spirit that's able to impart and equip with the unmerited favor of God that only happens from a burning heart? And, and a spirit that's built up and fortified. And that's what I appreciate about Pastor Prince. So if I think about previous seasons for me, uh, laying underneath a forklift that's elevated in the air with oil dripping on my face and rats crawling by my side in New York City. And I'm getting descriptive and I'm I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I mean, um, this is what it was like. What did what did the art of slowing down look like for me? you know, back then, you know, well, for me, it looked like having, you know, uh, I didn't have AirPods at the time, but I had headphones in and I had passed the Prince's sermon going because I could afford to do that and also pay attention to what I was doing. Very thankful for that. Also, maybe what it looked like was when I was in my van sitting in hours of traffic, I would have a sermon playing by pastor and, you know, uh, the traffic and the hours of traffic wasn't as horrible as maybe it could be for some other people because I was receiving this word and it was helping me not slow down necessarily on the outside, all the time, but it was an in an inward slowing down. Looks different for me in this season as a pastor. Maybe it looks like in this season, because uh, we could feel very responsible. Maybe not responding to every single email, like within five minutes, and taking a break and putting my phone to all, the side. All text messages, or text messages, or text messages, um, which they seem to keep coming. They seem to keep coming. They don't stop. The number keeps on going up and growing. It doesn't go down, if you notice, right? And so sometimes when I look at that badge number, anyone with me or am I by myself? I feel hurried. I feel stressed. I feel like rushed. The moment sometimes it feels like a text message comes in, like you're on a clock. Yes. Right? Yes. And and you get judged or you judge yourself on how quickly like a you know Olympian you have to get back to replying that. Yes. Yes. So it's something that we all have to deal with in this modern age because we've never been more reachable by yeah. an in you know people can interrupt your time and your day in, in, at any moment that's right so that's right and i think that also like when you see the number like the text message badge number like uh what is your first thought this is my responsibility to clear these numbers is that our first thought because i think the way we look at that number it's a very practical way of like uh being able to pinpoint where we're at on the inside um, are we rushing or are we okay with resting? Are we okay with, hey, listen, uh, from pastor's preaching, what he's been teaching, what he's been imparting, th this is the question to ask. What is my greatest responsibility? And when you ask yourself that question, when you see that number growing or you see those emails or you feel like you have to have your kids, you know, get fully on board with this way of thinking or they have to change their behavior – is my greatest responsibility to fix this first or does it have to do with something on the inside? And I think that that's what I've been getting from pastor. And that's how I can personalize it in every season. It changes. So I'm going to set a autoresponder on my phone that when I get a text message, you'll just reply, I'm currently engaged in a secret place of the most high under the shadow of the almighty. Wow. I'll get back to you at the right place at the right time. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, but think about it, right? You don't feel this overwhelming pressure to just reply and get behind everything all the time. So so thank you so much for sharing that. For me, it's just the sense of like the competing thing between two key things. When you wake up in the morning, your to-do list and what is really the spirit-led list or the spirit-led 
emphasis for the day, right? I think all of us have a to-do list, whether we write it down or it's something here, you know, just, you know, bugging us and, and nagging at us and all the things we haven't gotten done, right? Uh, you, if you don't think you have a to-do list, just go into your study right now and open the Bible. And the moment you try to read scripture, your to-do list will appear out of nowhere on all the things you haven't done. Yes. I haven't replied this person. I haven't like done this in the yard. I haven't, you know, like like reply this email to the insurance company. You know, what I mean, like just just we all have that. Like suddenly, everything yeah. you forgot to do comes up. The yeah. moment you open yes. the Bible to read the word, and I'm going to enter into rest. Take you out of it. Yes, yeah. that's spiritual warfare, right? Yeah. So this competing thing on the to do list versus what is the spirit led emphasis. So even with like you know Pastor Josh in town in Singapore. And yes, we're recording and yes, we were at staff retreat last week, but just really laying hold of there are many other things that I need to be doing in this time as well, but also being led by the Lord on the conversations that we need to be having about church, about digital care group, about GRC online, about GRC Dallas, Fort Worth, like, because we only have this window of time to, to fellowship in person. And there are many things that, you know, Josh and I can, can do over Zoom but there's nothing like, you know, I had dinner with him, you know, two nights ago. And I said, Josh, this is for all the birthdays that I've missed in celebrating you, in honoring you. And there's just some things that we can only do in, in person. And yeah. yes, I have a to-do list, but the emphasis of the Spirit says, like, celebrate Josh. You know, treasure this moment. Be, be in, in, in the present, right? And not rushing off to do something else. And take the time that while Josh is here, let's ensure that, you know, we have all the, the spirit-led conversations. We have fun together. We get to hang out. We get to not just do ministry together, but but do life. And, and that's yes, so yes. vital and, and important. And I, I think we were talking about, you know, like how, um, the what is the difference between rest and stress? And, you know, I wanted to share this testimony, which I received yesterday from this, you know, very precious sister. Um, and, you know, she's given me permission to share it. She knows that it'll be such an encouragement. Um, and, you know, this sister has a, 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 she and her husband, they have a, you know, very precious um, daughter that has some special needs and they've had to take, you know, very special care of her. And um, what she goes through on a day-to-day -day basis is um, seizures and what she calls head drops. And I began to take this journey with her just because, you know, she was so desperate for someone to be able to pray with her um, because the seizures were getting, you know, to be more frequent and it was just really um, breaking their hearts, that her and her husband, um, on top of the fact that they wouldn't be able to go to work they had to stay home so they had you know financial concerns as well and you know i i just you know prayed with her and we just agreed that you know we'll just look to the cross we know that the work is finished it's done jesus has paid for her healing and we'll just have to keep resting in that truth and that promise and it's so amazing because yesterday she sent me, you know, um, this uh, email that says that, you know, I'm free to share the testimony with anyone. Um, but at the same time that, you know, she wants to give praise to the Lord because what she thinks has made the difference 
is that, you know, over this journey that they've taken recently, um, and because of being turned to the word and pointed to the, you know, to Jesus, to see Jesus, um, they've been able to come to a place where their prayers, you know, so it changes the prayer life when we don't pray out of desperation, when we don't pray out of panic or fear or anxiety, but which has always been the way they pray. And that's why, you know, she sent that email to say, please pray and, you know, we, we need help and all that. And there's nothing wrong in reaching out in that way. It's, it's we understand that's what we would, you know, naturally feel when something bad happens to us or our loved ones. But, you know, as we prayed and as she began to turn to, you know, the Lord, um, her prayer changed from one of panic and anxiety to one of rest. She said in her testimony, and she said, resting in the faith of our Lord Jesus and that the work is already done. And, you know, it's so amazing that when they started to rest in the finished work, what she experienced was that the seizures became shorter and shorter. And for the first time, it actually stopped completely in the name of Jesus. And right there, she experienced that breakthrough and she saw that, you know, Pastor Prince taught her how the righteousness of faith speaks. So she just began declaring what she wanted to see in her daughter. And, you know, the outcome of it is peace and joy. And, you know, I mean, she sent me some uh, a picture of her husband in his garden planting and attending to his roses because he has a rose garden and you know he was finally able to even do that because the daughter is well and we praise the lord we're continuing to even believe and declare that she will see the 120 percent restoration just want to encourage you that you know if we don't give up we will see the breakthrough and you know God loves for us to be healthy and whole and well provided for. And we just need to trust Him and rest in His love for us. Amen? Amen, amen. Thank you, Jessica. Amen, amen. It's amazing. I, I don't think we get enough of hearing you know, these testimonies and these praise reports are so important because don't you feel encouraged now that you heard how this person was able to apply something that Pastor Prince preached, knowing they're righteous, and it caused them to reach out. And that's what I really love is it caused this person to reach out. And in reaching out, they found rest. I want to encourage all of us in reaching out to one another, the person that the Lord highlights to you at GRC online. And, you know, me being able to do that with Pastor Darren here in Singapore. And so thankful, you know, that we are absolutely able to take, you know, advantage of like now is the acceptable time. Now is the favorable time. Now is the time right now, the Kairos time for us to enjoy this. And, you know, maybe you're thinking right now, does this even apply to me? Like slowing down. Uh, rest, like rest versus stress. Does this apply? I think sometimes we can, you know, feel like, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like I've slowed down already. Maybe, uh, you know, you're in a place right now where you're not outwardly very active. You know, maybe you're not, you're not currently working a job right now. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you're home a lot. Uh, maybe the situation looks like, hey, uh, Pastor Josh, Pastor Darren, the suggest GRC online. I've already slowed down. I've already, I feel like I'm, I'm how, how much more can I slow down? And so I think sometimes when we're in different seasons, it depends where we're at in life in a particular season that we feel like, you know, what does it mean to slow down for me? Well, I just love what Pastor Prince emphasized. And if that's you and maybe you're retired right now or maybe you're like, Pastor Josh, I don't know how much more I could slow down. I just want to encourage you. The Lord has a personal slowing down for you, a unique slowing down for you. Like 
when we lean into the word that's in season that Pastor Prince is preaching, I find that my steps become seasonal, that I start stepping in a seasonal way according to the rhythm that's being released through Pastor Prince, even as he rests, even as he slows down. So maybe you're retired right now, but maybe it doesn't apply to the outward first. Because like the man at the pool of Bethesda, like Pastor Prince brought up, I mean, if resting was just a physical activity, and we're not saying it doesn't affect your physical body. The Bible says that you're, and Pastor Prince spoke, your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. So when we do slow down, it's going to affect our body. But I'm just wondering for maybe some of you who are wondering if this is applicable, it's not exhaustively speaking about just an outward activity or a physical activity. It will affect your body slowing down. It will affect the outward things, but does it start there? So I just want to encourage everyone who's watching right now, whatever season you're in, it could look different for the man that was lying by the pool. If rest was just laying down, then he was resting for 38 years, but he wasn't until he saw Jesus, until Jesus came close, until it became personal. What was rest for him? Actually picking up his mat and, and walking. So good, so good. I hope you all are enjoying today's digital care group. We've, you know, tried to keep it a little bit different. We're all in the same room together. And, you know, just the opportunity to to interact, you know, like this is very different from, from you know, just our Zoom meetings. And again, there are some people putting in the chat, that, is it Pastor Josh's birthday? It's, it's you know, it, it, it isn't. I'm just highlighting that, like, because we yes. live in, in different cities, but now that he's in Singapore, it's just taking the time to just like celebrate and and you know you know, you know prioritize the things that are important in you know yes, things that yes. we can't do over yes. Zoom. Yes, right. Being in different cities, so I, I hope you enjoyed today's uh, digital care group. We just wanna you know wrap today's you know session up with with just this one thought. You know, I shared this a uh, little bit with the team during our staff retreat, and if you could just put the slide up. Is this thought around like uh, having a a vision, yeah, right, for your relationship with the Lord, right? I think there are, there are many things that you can attend. Whether you've maybe you've attended a marriage seminar or you've attended a a um, parenting seminar, and and most times you hear like it's important to have a vision for your marriage, important to have a vision for your for your your family, right? But today, you know, as we are practicing the art of slowing down. You know, a thought I have is just for all of us to like seek the Lord in this season of having a vision for our relationship with the Lord. And I'll share with you two scriptures, right? Um, if you look at Genesis chapter 3, it talks about how when the cool evening breeze was blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden. Right? I'm not going to read on. You know, I think we all know the story of what happened in the Garden of Eden. But I just want to highlight to you that as we, you know, we know the Lord loves us and we love the Lord, but I want to highlight that, you know, let's find out what the Lord enjoys. The Lord enjoys taking cool evening walks with us in a garden. Right? That's a beautiful picture of having a vision of our relationship with the Lord that, you know, we know that He, he loves this. The Bible tells us He enjoys this fellowship what does this secret place look like? You know, this secret place could look like, this time of the Lord could just look like as you're slowing down and pausing from your normal activities, it could just look like taking a nice evening walk with the Lord in the cool evening breeze in the garden. 
that's a picture I want to leave with you all as we are learning to, to practice this art of slowing down. Isn't that a beautiful picture? I'll give you one more picture, right, in the scriptures. And you know, this is, you know, my, my wife's favorite, Phyllis's favorite picture of the Lord. You know, it's the resurrected Christ. And it speaks of the disciples coming out. And, and when they got there out of the, the water, they found breakfast waiting for them. Fish cooking over charcoal fire and some bread. Right? The, the disciples were out there fishing. And when they came back to the shore, what has the Lord done? The Lord has prepared breakfast for them by the sea. Right? And not just, you know, the Lord enjoys that. We can have breakfast with the Lord. We can have communion with the Lord. And we know the Lord enjoys fish cooking over charcoal. It's like, it's such a, you know, sometimes it feels so intangible, right? But I think the scriptures hides these beautiful episodes and, and pictures of how the Lord likes to have communion with us and have relationship with us in such a, a personal and beautiful and, and affectionate way. Can you feel the Lord's affection for His disciples? Preparing breakfast for them by the seashore, fish over charcoal, and some bread. Right? It's just that you feel His love for the disciples. I'd like you to, to feel His love for you. That's how much the Lord loves you. His provision is towards you. He wants to sit by the seashore and just, you know, in seaside to just enjoy this moment with you. You can be with Him, open your journal, you know, write to the Lord, just like David, you know, writing, you know, the, his, you know, his, the book of Psalms is like David's journal. And many episodes, I'll close with this thought. You see, Jesus modeled it for us. It says many times in the early morning, Jesus would withdraw himself even from the disciples and especially from the crowd and the multitude. And he'll go into the wilderness to speak and commune and just be in his father's presence. So I pray that it's not just the art of slowing down. It's as we're slowing down, we're slowing down to be in his presence, having this beautiful vision of our relationship with the Lord. Good. So beautiful. And I love it. It's, you know, really so romantic, isn't it? To think about that. I mean, we all, you know, like Korean dramas, like myself. Um, but, you know, there is so much romance in the Word of God. And, you know, sometimes we don't even, not even aware of that. But let's be aware of that. And, you know, let's not go in and, and take that portion that is ours because He so loves us. Amen. 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 So good. I think that's a beautiful place for us to land. Even, you know, it's always our heart to be able to step into a time where there is impartation and there is coming together around in prayer and in ministry time, landing on that beautiful thing about what is your vision for your relationship with the Lord? Because I believe the art of slowing down, as we just spoke about, is connected to that. And so can we Pastor, would it be okay to step into a time of just ministry? And, yes, please. Um, would love to be able to just like let's let's come to the Lord together, and and let's if you want utilize the chat. If you want, just close your eyes and let's just together practice this whole idea of what is the vision that the Lord's painting on the inside, even from Scripture. I want to encourage you to continue to go there. The vision of your relationship with the Lord. And let's let's come together in prayer together. And maybe whatever's on your heart, Deaconess Jess, if you could just kick us off in a time of you know prayer and ministry, we'd love to be able to, to do that with our GRC online community. 
Yeah. Oh, let's just come together and just give thanks and praise to the Lord. He loves to hear our voice. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you so much, Lord, that we get to do this. Thank you for your presence here even this morning, this evening. And we thank you, Lord, that above all that we would have shared and the, the sharing your heart lord we we thank you that you desire most for us to be conscious and ever so ready to receive from you from your presence ever so conscious of your presence with us and enjoying this moment this special kairos time with you lord jesus we know that in the day walks of life Lord we will forget but I thank you that your spirit is always there to remind us to draw us near and Lord that in that nearness in your presence is where everything every provision is met and Lord Jesus we just thank you we thank you for the hearts that are here today and the families represented even in this care group Father, we thank you that if there is any individual, any precious son or daughter of yours, Lord, that you know that needs a hand, needs a help, needs a touch, a special touch from you, Lord, you are here to touch them so that their situation will never be the same again. We thank you, Lord, for your love for us. We thank you that, Lord, you're healing even where there are lying symptoms. Lord, we thank you that you remind us that at the cross, you had already paid the price. By your stripes, we have already been healed. And these symptoms cannot remain in the bodies of your righteous children. We thank you, Lord, that as Pastor Prince has taught us so beautifully, that it is our body that you want glorified because it is the body that is the temple of God. Lord, we just thank you so much for these truths that you know you impart to us through Pastor Prince that makes such a total difference in how we live. That we're able to live restful and loved and know that all that we need are provided for by you, Lord, because of the word that Pastor Prince brings and breaks it down that it's so easy for us to just simply feed on and receive. And we thank you, Lord. There is no more need to fight the battle because the battle belongs to you. And we thank you, Lord, that your word says that you hold us by our right hand. And I love it because a sister shared that if our right hand is our dominant hand where we need to work with, then Lord, if you're holding our right hand, Lord, if you're holding our right hand, we cannot work. We need to rest. We can only rest and give you our right hand. So we thank you so much, Lord, 
let us teach us teach us to number our days by receiving your provision and your grace and not letting us use our arm of flesh and what is our dominant hand and what we hold in that hand but that we open it loosely and we give it to you lord to put whatever that you please in our hands and we thank you lord that you just continue to just love each and every person here in a way that is unique special and individual and personal that lord you made us different in our own ways because you enjoy that and we just know that you will speak to us in our own way that we can each receive so abundantly because you have come to give us the abundant life so we thank you we thank you lord we thank you so much for the healing that has already taken place we thank you for the provision we thank you for the wisdom that lord we we need to ask you for more of your wisdom even right now lord we ask for your wisdom to be the principal thing in our lives father we just thank you lord for the gift of your son and we thank you for this morning with evening we thank you that lord your mercies are new every moment and lord we just thank you we thank you we praise you we give you all the glory and all the praise in jesus name in jesus name amen, amen. just want to take a, a quick moment to just you know pray over you know any person that that's watching this right now that is uh just been dealing with a heart condition whether you know whatever heart condition it is like i think we just want to you know join our faith together as a digital church community and for everyone that's part of this uh, church and care group and part of pastor's ministry we just want to you know speak health and life into your heart right now in jesus name we speak divine power the fullness of the finished work into your heart right now in jesus name we see your heart and we proclaim that your heart is healed it is whole it is well it beats in the in the rhythm of grace that the lord you know has determined for it too that is functioning in the perfection of which god has designed it so lord we speak forth lord even right now through time and space we send forth your word of healing and power and health and strength lord we thank you lord that in the secret place of the most high in your presence there is fullness of joy and i believe fullness of joy includes healing restoration and provision for your heart today so in jesus name right now lord we just pray for every single person that's watching this we speak forth lord your healing and your restoration we thank you that receiving healing from you it's not a struggle it is so easy to just be in your presence observe and look at your radiant loveliness and see all that you have accomplished for us at the cross every sacrifice that you've made that by your stripes we are healed and made whole and today we pray specifically for every heart condition in jesus name we send your word 
of healing to touch this precious person right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I just feel like the Lord's presence is with you guys right now. And uh, He's doing something so special. So thankful for times like this. Pastor Darren and Deaconess Jess, we can come together as a community. It means so much. We can come together because wherever two or three are gathered, not just standing next to each other, but practicing the Lord's presence, catching a vision of our, our relationship with the Lord. Lakona, would you like to share? I have had lots of, of, you know, pictures that the Lord's given me, but to have to go to Him with a thought of a picture of what He wants for our relationship is just so, so precious. And this has really been, you know, I think the most amazing care group yet, which is saying a lot because they're all so good. But thank you so much for just the intimacy, the transparency, and and just everything. Thank you such a blessing thanks lakona your words mean so much to us yeah we love you lakona love you thank too, you so much and all of you thank you karen would you like to share hey karen hi there um this is i mean all the digital care groups are so are so good um this just felt extra special tonight and uh i just you know as you were praying all of you were praying I just felt such a, a peace just saturating me. And, and I've actually been going through some stress with some family situations. Um, so the Lord's peace is just really palpable tonight. So I I just, I thank you. I thank you guys so much. And uh, and I love all of you. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. I love you. Love you. Has it been a powerful time for all of you? Can you just put in the chat? Like, how has this blessed you? We'd love to see in the chat how this time of ministry has blessed you. And we know that the Lord is the Lord of time and space. And so however you're watching this and joining in with us right now, we know the Lord's move that we really believe that. Um, I really believe you feel his presence right now, that he's there with you right now, that he's doing something special right now. And maybe say, well, I, I don't really feel something super special. Well, it goes beyond what you feel. Something deeper has taken place and happened. And I want to encourage everyone to like, if you feel like, man, I, 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 I'm trying to adjust my tempo. I'm trying to fix my tempo. I just want to encourage you that Sabbath rest to set apart time. Just that Sabbath rest, that the tempo adjustment starts with a set apart time of practicing, trusting, and waiting on the Lord. And all that tempo stuff and your rhythm will be adjusted and calibrated according to the art of slowing down. Can I get a good amen? So just so encouraged that we were able to spend this time in a different way in Singapore. Wow, it's unbelievable. It's so special. It's very special. And I hope that we have many more times to be able to do this. And it's been great to be with all of you right here in Singapore with Pastor Darren and Deaconess Jess. We miss Lindsay in Dallas. <laughs> Love you, Lindsay. And we're so thankful all of you have chosen to join us, however you've joined us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for being here with us. I want to encourage you, continue to lean into Digital Care Group. Continue to go into the lobby. Continue to submit praise reports. 
from this care group, from the other ones. Go to the website, check out all the care groups, go to our YouTube, uh, enjoy every resource that we have right here at GRC Online. Wanna encourage you, don't keep it to yourself, share with your friends, share with your family, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you and send out the invitations that are gonna bless those people that you're connected with in your everyday life. So we can't wait to see you again for Digital Care Group. We love you guys so much at GRC Online. We look forward to the next one and to see you every Sunday for service and everywhere in between at the lobby. Love you guys so much.